This is WCNO, Palm City, the good news station. Does the Bible sometimes seem complicated to you? Well, to help you get a proper perspective, we invite you to join us on Through the Bible with Dr. J. Vernon McGee each weekday on the station as we go through the Bible in five years. Dr. McGee teaches the Bible in an easy-to-understand way, and you'll appreciate his simple, down-to-earth, and yet profound Bible teaching right here on the station. Join Dr. McGee and the Bible Bus at 9 a.m. and p.m. right here on the Good News Station, WCNO. The Revealing Truth radio broadcast thanks Access Able Designs and owner Alan Garrett for their underwriting support of this week's program. Hello, my name is Alan Garrett, and I'm the owner of Access Able Designs. A diving accident 31 years ago changed my life physically in a way that left me quadriplegic. However, 15 years ago, I dove into Jesus Christ, which changed my life spiritually forever. The combination of the two have given me the unique opportunity to help others. At Access Able Designs, we offer a creative line of bathroom accessibility products, such as folding shower and bathtub benches, as well as our exclusive patented toilet transfer bench. Our products are commercial grade, stainless steel construction, and built to last. They're also available in custom sizes. Our line of ADA compliant swimming pool lifts are a big seller with hotels, commercial properties, and homeowners. Our products can be seen at accessabledesigns.com as well as my personal life story. I look forward to hearing from you. For more information, you can contact us at 877-853-7816. That number again is 877-853-7816. The Revealing Truth radio broadcast thanks Ed Meyer Century 21 All Professional for their underwriting support. Hey, Billy, what you doing next Saturday? Nothing. Why do you ask, Justin? I wanted to invite you to my housewarming party. I'd love to come. How were you able to afford a home? You've always rented just like me. A friend told me about Ed Myers. Who? Ed Myers. He's a realtor with Century 21 All Professional. Ed told me about a great financing program for first-time buyers. What program? Well, if you're a first-time buyer or haven't owned a home in the last three years, you could qualify for up to $10,000 in down payment assistance and move into a home with little money of your own. With home prices and interest rates going up, there's no better time to buy a home than now and no more landlord. This sounds like something I need to check out. What's Ed Meyer's number? 772-342-0047. What's that again? 772-342-0047. I'm calling Ed Myers today. Maybe you could come to my housewarming party soon. I'll be there. Good morning. I'm Pastor Bob Tarvis, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Baumgartner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8.32 says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Grab a pen and take some notes, and let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you. John the Baptist really lived in another dimension because he was revealing things that nobody else 
had yet understood. He had a revelation. Amen. And so there was three questions that we see in this passage of scripture that I want to talk to you about tonight. The first questions, if you take a note, you can write this down. The first question was this. Number one, who is this man, John the Baptist? It causes us to reflect on and ask this question. Who am I? You can write that down. Who am I? And, and, and this story has to do with this, this group of Sanhedrin that come out, the, the representation of the Pharisees of the city of Jerusalem. They come out to the, the wilderness where John the Baptist is baptizing people in the Jordan River. He's holding this meeting and he's asking them these questions. And the questions that John is asking the people and the people and the, San, San, the Sanhedrin that are asking John are asking the same questions is, who is this guy? They want to know who you are. And John the Baptist is putting it back on him. And he's saying, who are you? Come on, somebody. Amen. Now, I want you to stay with me and just picture this. John the Baptist, this guy that does not fit in the system anywhere, this guy that's unusual, he don't fall in line with what you would call to be a normal expression of, uh, of living in a cultural world. He, he's dressing different. He looks different. If you put this in South Florida terms and you want to kind of get a picture of what was happened and you had this, this stranger that had been kind of living kind of like a homeless guy that nobody really took time to talk to. All of a sudden, he's out in Okeechobee, and he's having these meetings out here on the lake. That, and all of a sudden, you got people from Stewart, and you got people from Port St. Lucie, and you got people from Fort Pierce, and people from Vero Beach, all caravanning out to Okeechobee to go down this lake where this wild-looking guy who's got sticky stuff all in his beard is talking about a Jesus and a Messiah that ain't nobody really never heard nothing about. That's kind of what's going on here. And people are being drawn from, from the city to come out and hear him. So what's happening here is this man, John the Baptist, who was not really looking for people, but people were looking for him. And he was being offered something that everybody in this room, if we are honest, everybody in this room craves. Everybody in this room desires. John the Baptist was being offered attention. Come on, say that with me. Attention. If we're going to be real tonight, if we're at Truth Church, then we're going, to talk, we're going to talk in terms that are real. We all have an inside, an inward thing in us that craves attention. We all want to be loved. We all want to be approved of. We all want people to pay attention to us. We all want people to look after us. We all want to feel special. Come on, somebody. Amen? Hmm? Is this helping anybody yet? Are we okay? Can I keep going? Hmm? How many know people all the time putting stuff up on Facebook just to get attention? I mean, they, people put everything up now. Which shoes should I wear, blue or light blue? On Facebook. I really don't care, baby. Wear whatever shoes you don't want to wear no shoes. Don't wear no shoes. I don't care. But everybody wants input from everybody. And, you know, when they put that up there, like blue or blue shoes, they keep going back all day long checking to see how many likes they got and how many comments they got about their shoes. And then when somebody says something about their shoes that they don't really care about, they get all offended and upset about the shoes and feel like nobody don't want it. But the truth is they still get negative attention because deep down every one of us desires and craves attention. Amen. So this is what's going on with John the Baptist. He's being offered attention. He's not only being offered attention at this moment in his life, but he's being offered celebrity. He has celebrity status. 
He don't look like nobody, don't sound like nobody, and everybody's flocking out there to hear what this dude's got to say to him. Come on, amen. He was being offered fame. And, and the crowds that were coming out there, they were getting very large. And thousands of people were making their journey out into the wilderness. They were coming out by donkey. They were walking. They were riding horses. They were coming out in buggy. They were all coming out to the wilderness basically to hear John the Baptist tell them off. Because they were coming out and he was just insulting them. Come on, amen. I mean, they would show up and he would say, you brood of vipers. You snakes. Oh, come on now. Don't you just love to go to a church like that? That's the kind of church I want to go to. I just want to go get insulted. Hmm? You miserable sinners. <laughs> come on, amen. And this is what John's doing. And they keep showing up. They just keep coming for more. And there were so many of them showing up, but now they got the attention of all the leaders of Jerusalem. And the leaders of Jerusalem decide, we're going to put together a delegation and we're going to send them out there. And they now believe that John is the man. John's done got so many people following him right now that we really can't do anything to John because now he's a celebrity. You can't touch John because all now, now he's the crowd's favorite. John, everybody loves John, and, and John's being offered fame, and John's being offered celebrity. Hmm? How, how many of you recognize, watch this, how many of you recognize that when we seek the approval of people, and we seek to be propped up by celebrity status, we're standing on a faulty foundation? We're standing on something that's not real. We're basing our identity on what somebody else puts on us, not really who we are. Is this okay? Amen? Watch this. There was a survey taken of 14-year-old girls over in England who were going, 14-year-old girls that were going from middle school to high school, and they were all asked this one question. They said this, what do you want to be when you grow up? 14-year-old girls surveyed in the survey, and the survey was done in England. What do you want to be when you grow up? Number one answer. Number one answer. When I grow up, I want to be a celebrity. I want to be famous. Come on now. I want to be well known. I want to, I want to have people follow me. I want, I want my Twitter account to have a million followers hanging on every word that I type. I want to be a celebrity. And listen, most of them did not care if it meant being a celebrity, if it meant by being a celebrity for the wrong reasons. They just wanted to be famous even if it was for, even if it was for the wrong reason. Come on, Amen. The number two answer for these girls was, is if I can't be a celebrity, then I want to marry a celebrity. Hmm? Why is that? Because this world is craving attention. And the reason, we, we, the reason why the world craves attention is because we watch people who get on our nightly news who have an issue in their life that we can all relate to, but all of us really believe we don't have ourselves. We just think everybody else has got the issue. And that's this. When you don't know who you are, you crave and you yearn for everybody else to tell you who you are. Because we're on a quest to find our identity. And when you don't understand what your identity is, then you will try to fit anybody's mold for you so you can be accepted. Come on, amen? So when I don't know who I am, then I will try to find the spots that I think I ought to fill. And I'll live for the expectation of what other people put on me rather than living the assignment of God for my life. 
Now all of a sudden I'm living a false life. I'm living at the expectation of what you think of me. Have you asked the way most people in the world live today? They really don't know who they are. They think they know who they are because somebody told them who they are. The major issue and the number one thing that people are searching for in this world is this question. Who am I? Who am I? I don't know how many of us have really been honest enough with our own self to really ask that question of ourselves. Who am I? What is really my true identity? What am I, what am I really when there's nothing left? What am I when I have nobody left in my life? That loves me. When all the facades have come down. When all the things have been removed. When there's nobody in my life telling me how much they appreciate me. Or nobody in my life telling me how wonderful I am. Who am I? How many of you know tonight you are not your house? And you're not your car. You're not your job. You're not the, you're not the title that you carry. You're not your bank account. Come on, Amen. You're not the clothes that you wear. Listen, you are somebody. You have a design, a destiny, and a purpose. But you got to figure out, who am I? Who am I really? What am I really all about? Am I being honest with myself? Or have I deceived myself into thinking that I'm something that I'm not? Have I become a legend in my own mind? Do my perceptions of how I deal with people, are they predicated on how I view myself or are they predicated upon who I really am? Is everybody all right? It's a lot to think about, ain't it? Hmm? Who am I? Because really that's what happens in people's lives when all of a sudden uh, a house is gone, a job is gone, a family member passes away. You know, and you ain't got no money and everybody walks away from you. And you find yourself at a place on the journey where everything that you thought you had that gave you identity has now been taken away from you. And you are faced with the question, who am I really? Hmm? I mean, most people have a tendency to introduce themselves by what they do. Come on, amen. I mean, I, I mean I'm called pastor, but that's not who I am. That's what I do. Come on, huh? So when I face the reality, I got to find out who I am, what's going on in me, what makes Jason tick. Be honest with yourself, Jay. I told you I talked to myself last Wednesday, right? Come on. I'll be shaving sometimes in the mirror and talking to myself, and I look away, and then all of a sudden I go, look at me when I talk to you. Because sometimes you got to straighten yourself out. Hmm? Mm. Ain't nobody else living in that realm with me. <laughs> so all of a sudden they come asking John the Baptist these questions. Are you the Messiah? Uh, no, I'm not the Messiah. I am not your answer to life. Mm? Listen, guys, whenever you think you found the right girl that you want to spend the rest of your life with, and she's just number one, and, and she's going to be your little boo-boo, you need to tell that little girl right up front that you are not her Messiah. Come on. Because they done been watching Disney movies for 20 years. 
Mm-mm. You need to look right down and say, I love you, boo-boo. I love you, boo-boo. You're my answer. You call to God on my life. But I am not your Messiah. I'm not your salvation. I might be your test. I am for sure your assignment. Huh? If you're female, you need to look at every guy that comes into your life. Look them right in the eyeball and tell them, I am not your Messiah. And then right after that, look at them saying, I am not your mother either. I'll give you that one for free. <clears throat> they said, are you the Messiah? He said, no. So then they said, are you Elijah? Because, see, I mean, Malachi was the last book. In the Old Covenant, it was written in the Old Covenant in the Old Testament. It ends with Malachi giving the prophecy that before the coming of the Lord, there would be one who comes in the spirit of Elijah who would restore the hearts of the Father back to the children and the hearts of the children back to the Father. And then all of a sudden, there's 400 years of silence between Malachi and Matthew. And then John the Baptist comes on the scene and they say to John, Dude, you weird. And you got all these people coming out here to you. You must be Elijah. He said, No. I'm not Elijah. They said, well, you must be the prophet. He said, no, I'm not the prophet. Hmm? I may do what he did, but I am not him. Come on, amen. Listen, listen, listen. I'm going to help somebody right now. Come on. You can never really do what you've been called to do until you know who you are. You can never really do what you've been called to do until you know who you are. And when you know who you are, you've got to get very comfortable. Listen. With who you are not. Because you'll never do what you're supposed to do if you're not comfortable with who you're not. Because most of the time we build ourselves up to be something that we really ain't supposed to be just so we can live with ourselves. And, and, and nine times out of ten, it's because we're compromising with something in our life that we're unhappy about. I said, when you really know who you are, you are comfortable with who you are not. That's a good place to live, ladies and gentlemen. Amen. Being comfortable with who you are not. Because if you're not comfortable with who you're not, then you live your life always hoping and wishing to be something that you've never been called to be. And you live your life from the perspective of being let down. Hmm? Do you know why most people never really learn how to say No. Because they keep saying yes, thinking that everybody's going to give them their approval if they just keep saying yes. So they say yes to things that they ain't really called to do or things that ain't their assignment. And then when they don't do it, then they feel bad about doing it. And then they withdraw from the very people they were looking to get approval from. And their life goes into a tailspin. They end up in depression. I am convinced that that is the number one reason why people end up bipolar. Because they don't know who they are. Develops this psychosis and this pattern of thinking. That to the world's answer, the only way to get out of it is to take some drugs. Come on, amen? Amen? And so what happens is, is when they don't know who they are, they just keep dabbling in a little bit of everything. When they don't understand what their assignment is, they, they, they just dabble and dabble and dabble. And then there comes a time in their life that you have to say, this is who I am. This is who I know I am. This is my destiny. This is what God's called me to be. And I ain't going to be that stuff anymore. I know who I am. Come on. 
How many know that you have to make up your mind that you have heard from God and you are walking by faith in the destiny that He has set before your life? If you don't find that place, you'll never have peace. You'll only cycle in and out of confusion and chaos in your life. You'll be born again, love God, and try to be in faith, but you'll have chaos spinning out of control in your life all the time. No peace. And let me just say this to you. Faith ain't no good if you ain't got no peace. Because if you got faith and no peace, then you can't have meekness. That means you're going to live your life always on the edge, always jumpy, always nasty to people, always mean. Come on, we bump into people like that all the time in the body of Christ, don't we? How you doing? I'm doing fine, praise God. Y'all don't know who I'm talking about. Y'all know who I'm talking about, don't you? Amen. You got to know who you are. If God called you to be a mechanic, I don't care if you give somebody a prophecy every Sunday at the altar. If he called you to be a mechanic, be a mechanic. Don't just give a prophecy and run down the staples and get your new cards printed up that say profit on it as soon as you prophesy over somebody. If you're called to be a mechanic, be a mechanic. Come on, somebody. Amen. Because when I know who I am, I'm comfortable with who I'm not. Hmm? I mean, you know, most people, when they find something they're into, then they somehow feel insecure about it or they, some kind of, they, they kind of feel deficient and they feel like a failure because, you know what, you might be able to play basketball good, but then you realize that you really ain't, you know, Michael Jordan. You're not Dwayne Wade. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of people out there playing basketball right now trying to measure up to somebody else. Huh? Amen? <laughs> I never cease to be amazed at people who say things like this. Well, that's Pastor so-and-so. They got Oral Roberts' mantle. When he died, he passed Oral Roberts' mantle. He picked it up. Or that's Sister so-and-so. When Catherine Kuhlman died, they got Catherine Kuhlman's mantle. And No, 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 no. Nobody did that. That did not happen. Amen. Catherine carried her mantle all the way to heaven with her. Come on, amen. The only thing that was passed on was the Holy Spirit. The same Holy Spirit that's in Catherine is the same Holy Spirit that's in you. You are who you are. If you know who you are, you've got the power of God living on the inside of you. And if you learn how to walk the walk of faith, then you can develop the spirit of gifts of God that are in you. Stir up that gift that's on the inside of you. And do everything that God's called you to do. Live the destiny that's before you. And live the life of faith. Thank you for joining us today for the Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner. We hope you will tune in again each day, Monday through Friday, right here on WCNO 89.9 FM. To obtain your copy of this week's message, please send your check for $5 for shipping and handling to 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. To pay by phone or simply make a love gift, you can call 772-461-8555. That number again is 772-461-8555. For more exciting information on our church, service times, and directions, you can check us out on the web at igniteyourworld.com. This has been The Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner, and I'm your host, Bob Tarvis. See you next time on The Revealing Truth.
The Revealing Truth radio broadcast thanks Ed Meyer Century 21 All Professional for their underwriting support. Hey, Billy, what you doing next Saturday? Nothing. Why do you ask, Justin? I wanted to invite you to my housewarming party. I'd love to come. How were you able to afford a home? You've always rented just like me. A friend told me about Ed Myers. Who? Ed Myers. He's a realtor with Century 21 All Professional. Ed told me about a great financing program for first-time buyers. What program? Well, if you're a first-time buyer or haven't owned a home in the last three years, you could qualify for up to $10,000 in down payment assistance and move into a home with little money of your own. With home prices and interest rates going up, there's no better time to buy a home than now, and no more landlord. This sounds like something I need to check out. What's Ed Meyer's number? 772-342-0047. What's that again? 772-342-0047. I'm calling Ed Meyer's today. Maybe you could come to my housewarming party soon. I'll be there. The Revealing Truth radio broadcast thanks Access Able Designs and owner Alan Garrett for their underwriting support of this week's program. Hello, my name is Alan Garrett, and I'm the owner of Access Able Designs. A diving accident 31 years ago changed my life physically in a way that left me quadriplegic. However, 15 years ago, I dove into Jesus Christ, which changed my life spiritually forever. The combination of the two have given me the unique opportunity to help others. At Access Able Designs, we offer a creative line of bathroom accessibility products, such as folding shower and bathtub benches, as well as our exclusive patented toilet transfer bench. Our products are commercial grade, stainless steel construction, and built to last. They're also available in custom sizes. Our line of ADA compliant swimming pool lifts are a big seller with hotels, commercial properties, and homeowners. Our products can be seen at accessabledesigns.com as well as my personal life story. I look forward to hearing from you. For more information, you can contact us at 877-853-7816. That number again is 877-853-7816. Ignite Your World Ministries, Truth Church, and all its affiliate ministries Thanks, Destiny Network and Bishop Tony Miller. Destiny Network International exists to serve pastors, local churches, and ministry leaders that make up Destiny Network International. For more information on joining the Destiny Network, go to www.destinynetwork.org.